Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the WEEI Studios, the home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Well, Derek Carr is certainly in the driver's seat here in the situation. You just mentioned some of the teams that are interested in him. And in terms of that visit with the New York Jets, I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with him. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They went through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Right. So they went full in on Derek Carr here to let him know <laughs> they really they want him watch. to play for the New York Jets. Yeah, that sounds fantastic, Teddy. I mean, if you're Derek- <laughs> oh, my God. Diana Rossini on NFL Live yesterday with Teddy Bruschi. Who else was on set there? Who else was mocking uh, That was the big swagoo, Marcus, Marcus Spears. Spears. And generic host guy. I don't know. Could okay. Anyone. Wasn't, uh, wasn't Greeny. Again, it was NFL Live. I agree with her on some of that. Not going to lie. It's the final hour. Jones and Mego with Arkin here on WEEI. 617-779-7937. I think the Jets are a quarterback away. And so the idea that they can be contending for a Super Bowl, I agree with. The Hall of Fame stuff is a little <laughs> a little much even for a Derek Carr stand like myself. A little bit Listen, much. when you're talking about a quarterback who's already in the top 10 of your rankings. Uh, yes, we did our quarterback rankings earlier today. I have Derek Carr at 10. You shoehorned him in there. Over the likes of, uh, Ky- if Kyler Murray were healthy, I, I, I'll I, be honest, I would have put Kyler Murray in it. Put too. him in there over Kirk Cousins, too. Okay, but you're but you're the one who's like, ooh, Kirk Cousins, maybe I should have had Kirk Cousins in my top 10. Can we at least acknowledge those guys are very similar? So, like, all right, if Derek Carr is in top 10, and maybe I am making a point, what is he, <laughs> like 12 or 13? Like, he's not he's not far away. And he's if top we're, 15, I'd say, if we're yeah. talking about 10 versus 12 or 10 versus 13, then what are we really talking about? If the Jets are getting that level of quarterback, is it enough? And where I started the show today, because it, it was a bit of an awakening to me, and maybe it was the Rossini cut, or maybe it was just all the talk we've done about these different quarterbacks, and like Aaron Rodgers is available. You had a spring awakening. Lamar Jackson's available. 
You know, Derek Carr's available, and I think the Patriots should be looking at all of these quarterbacks. It's like last year, I thought they should have been looking at some of these quarterbacks that moved. Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson. Like, those are quarterbacks (laughs) I felt they should have been in on, and they weren't. And, like, it's not like they got a great year out of their quarterback last year, but they didn't have to give up assets to have their quarterback not have a great year. Fine. Maybe it's just thinking about all this. I finally said, you know what? The Jets roster, they're a quarterback away. And maybe that's simplifying things a little bit. They might need other pieces here and there. But if they get the quarterback, they're in championship contention. And if they're in championship contention, because I think they're going to get the quarterback, the Jets are probably going to win a Super Bowl before the Patriots. The Jets are probably going to bring home a championship before the Patriots. In fact, Lightning struck. That, that is my feeling now. The Jets are in better position to win, and they are going to win before the Patriots. I know they haven't won since Joe Namath. In the 60s, Super Bowl three, I got it. They haven't been back either. The Patriots haven't won squat without Tom Brady. He's retired and he's not coming back here. I think the Jets are going to win before the Patriots. And I think they are going to get their quarterback. I think they're a quarterback away. They're in much better position than the Patriots are. And that's now what I believe, whether it's this year, next year, five years down the line, the Jets are beating you to a championship. Well, I agree that I like the talent on the Jets roster better than the talent on the Patriots roster. They have elite talent. We talk about these two defenses and how they're both good defenses. The Jets' defense is different. They have two all-pro defenders in Sauce Gardner and Quinnen Williams. They have three pro bowlers overall, and all three of those guys on defense are 30 or younger. Those two um, all-pro defenders are super young. They're like 22 and 25. Mm -hmm. So... And on I, offense, I, on offense, they have Brees Hall right. and Garrett Wilson, and like they have Assuming good young he comes talent. Back yeah. from the injury himself, Fair. like great young talent across the board, elite talent, elite talent. Whereas the Patriots have good talent, but when you say they're a quarterback away, are you talking about a specific quarterback? Yeah, Derek- because if they're getting Derek Carr. I'm not sitting there going, whoa, Super Bowl contenders. I like, think, I'm really not. I'm I going, ooh, marginally better than the Patriots. Fine. Derek Carr, let's start. Derek Carr playoff team? The yeah. Jets are a playoff team? Yeah, Okay, yeah, good. So. They're, they're probably more a playoff team with Derek Carr than a championship contender. Fringe playoff team, I'd say. I think they're in, but that's me. Again, I, I think, I mean, Derek This is Car- all on paper. Sure. So. Yeah, Derek Carr, I mean, they almost made the playoffs last year. They're a paper playoff team. With horrendous quarterback play. And even you guys who don't like Carr as much as me would agree that all of a sudden we're talking about a team that now is getting much more competent quarterback play, top half of the league quarterback play than some of the worst quarterback play in the league. So Carr, you're probably not winning a championship with. What if they get Rodgers? What if they get Lamar? Those quarterbacks are potentially available. Rodgers, I think, is definitely available. Lamar, we can debate. What if they get that level of quarterback? Then then they are a championship contender, right? Right, but first of all, those quarterbacks had to move from their current teams, which is a big hurdle to jump, definitely for Lamar. We've talked about a little bit less so for Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. but still a hurdle to jump whenever he comes out of his cave. And when the one of those guys goes to any number of teams, they're in contention talk. Well, right. It's I not do, like it's Jets-specific. No, I do agree with that. I like their roster a lot, but I agree. If Lamar goes to a team with competent talent, they're a championship contender. If Aaron Rodgers goes to a team with competent talent, they're a championship contender. So it's not unique to the Jets. What is unique to the Jets, I think, is they're in the market for all these quarterbacks. Not everybody is. There's a lot of teams like the Patriots who go, you know what? We're okay. We're not great, but we're okay at quarterback. And they may not be in like I'm convinced the Jets are in. The Jets because are- the Jets don't have a choice. 
They absolutely drafted I, the wrong guy. I kind of think in some ways that's a better spot to be. To know you to need that. To fail again? No. Where they failed time and time again? To know what you need and have. They always know and they never get it. Well, maybe. Maybe they won't get it again this time. You're right. And they are the Jets. At the end of the day, they're the Jets. It's not even just like they're the Jets. And I understand that they've been the Patriots punching bag for decades now. Over a decade. It's just... The, I feel like you're exalting them for moving on from a bad pick. No, they they blew the pick. The, and obviously. they've done that time and time again. Like, sure. that is their calling we're not card talking about quarterbacks. We're not talking about drafting so, another quarterback. Why, we're talking why, about bringing like, in a known commodity, And I they've think. done that, too. They have. How'd it go with Brett? Not good. That was Brett at the end. Maybe Rodgers is at okay. the end, too. Yeah, Rodgers is much closer to the finish line much, than the beginning. Much more of what they've done, though, is draft the wrong guy. That's been a much bigger blind spot for them than bringing in someone like Brett Favre, which is an example of that. The much bigger issue for them is drafting the guy and it not working out. You know, Mark Sanchez, uh, Zach Wilson among them. So that's been their bigger issue. And to me, I I would rather know I need a quarterback when there's supply. There's quarterback supply this offseason, I think. I think those guys are going to move. I'd much rather know I need a quarterback than not really know and now you're stuck in the middle, which we talk about all the time in the NBA. You're kind of stuck in this purgatory Jones, in the middle. you just want a quick fix yes. is what it is. Yes. You don't want to speak. You're like Bill Belichick. You don't want to spend time developing the quarterback. You want him to go into his second year and be most Kirk people, Cousins in his second year. Most people would take that as a compliment, but you know me and how dare you. But yes, I, I, I think I, I do want a quick fix. Yes, I don't want to sit around and wait for the development. And if I am waiting for the development, I at least want to have seen it. Here's what you might miss about me because we weren't working together at the time. Okay. I didn't love Mac his rookie year. I didn't love when I saw his rookie year, and that's that's the year you keep citing as like I'm a sign that he's away. great. Yeah, I didn't like him his rookie year. He fell off a cliff at the end of the year. And I looked at it the whole year, and I said, he, he's fine. I'm not telling you he's bad. He's fine. What are you seeing where you look at him and go, franchise quarterback that can win you games? And if you don't have a franchise quarterback, I want the franchise quarterback. And yes, I want the quick fix at that spot. And I would say that for any team, not just the Patriots. I just think that you're exalting a failing process, which is the Jets do it endlessly. Washington, it's close to my heart. It is. Because I've watched Washington do it for decades true. now. It's the freaking quarterback carousel that they can't get off of. And so they just end up going round and round and puking off the side every year. Like, these teams, these franchises, they go down the toilet this way. And you're holding it up as, like, this is the path forward. These guys are so decisive. They're decisive because they don't have any other choice. They don't. They turn to every other quarterback in their quarterback room, and none of them can start anymore. Yeah. At least in the case of Joe Flagler, you can't start anymore. Look, they, there was a horrible draft pick. The Zach Wilson pick was a horrible pick. A horrible pick. So they don't deserve credit for that. So is Sam Darnold. So was Sam Darnold, another one. And Mark Sanchez. So was Mark Sanchez. So and Geno Smith. Okay, so so I'm telling you, they've been bad at drafting quarterbacks. That's why they should go the veteran route. Right? Yeah. I don't want to sit here and wait when for another did, young quarterback. They that should go the veteran out? route. Well, no, they're the Jets. Nothing's worked out for them. But all of a so sudden, why is this time different? Well, all of a sudden, it feels like they're drafting better and they have young talent. And if you can get the one piece it's that's missing like there. It's not like every team that that they've had around quarterbacks has sucked. A lot of them have. Some of them have. A, lo- a lot of them and have. By the way, this team didn't end with a great record. They so did not. They fell off a cliff like the Patriots did the year prior. They went 1-7 and seven at the end. They started 5-2 and two with horrible quarterback play. 
they were only one game worse than the Patriots. So, like, let's okay, not so act they like they won the, pa- the midseason trophy. But I'm just saying, let's not act like the Patriots and the Jets are in a much different spot. I'd rather be the Jets than the Patriots. Okay, also, I the year they brought in Favre, Megan, real quick, the year they brought in Favre, they went from 4-12 and 12 to 9-7. and seven, So uh, it's not like that was some they horrible did, okay. failure. But, but to her point, they did still miss the playoffs. They missed right? the playoffs, yeah. sure, but the team got better. Like, they, they and, got better. And then what happened? And Favre was pretty bad. And, and then, then they drafted Sanchez. And then, you know, and then they made it to two straight conference championship games after that. And he's sending D picks. And, yeah, the whole thing was a mess. Yes, the whole thing was not great. Uh, 617 Sorry. Seven. He caught it at least that time. I caught that one. Yeah. Seven ninety three seven. Thank you. What uh, was I, that number? Bravo. Uh, that's, of course, seven ninety three seven. Everybody knows it. Uh, Tom is in Chicopee. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, how you doing? Hi, hey, Tom. Tom. Hi. Hi, I know you guys are on the Patriots right now, but I just wanted to uh, make a point, uh, bring up a comment about Xander Bogart. Um, back in December, like Mega was saying, um, I heard this thing, and it was on your station. They were, it was on trending the whole entire day, saying the Red Sox and Xander Bogarts are in heavy discussions. Yes. So they got everybody's hopes up the entire day. Come to find out, they weren't even uh, close to what, you know, and I just didn't know what happened. you know who brought that story out? Yeah, I'm sure Red Sox ownership. And maybe this is part of why they got booed, too. It's John like- Hyman tweeted this out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I mean, break them. It's John Hyman. I mean, who am I? Who am I to laugh when I'm giving out the wrong phone numbers? But but when it comes to uh, getting booed at Winter Weekend, we talked about this in the disconnect. Yeah, it's not just about it's not just about letting Bogarts go, and it's not just about being in last place. It's about all the other things we wanted him. He's our he's the guy we want to keep. He's the centerpiece to our off season. And on top of that, the report from I imagine ownership comes out, and it's oh yeah, we're doing everything we can to heavy negotiations, and that was all a ruse. John's in Brookline on a very important topic. Some say an epidemic affecting our I city. Go a... ahead, John. Thank you. John? John? Hi. Hi, hey, John. What's hey, what's up, John? Hey, you double parks? What's going Lego, on? I wanted to talk about the parking situation. These, these morons have, have added uh, all these bicycle lanes into, like, a two-lane road. So a two-lane road now is actually one. So you think it's the bike lanes? These are your people, by the way. These are people complaining but about the bike double lanes, parking. Actually, the bike lane users are another victim of the double parker. And you may not have, your heart may not go out to the cyclists. It doesn't. Some of the cyclists are, are, they act like they're cars until yep. they don't get to be a car anymore. Yep. The cyclists play, you know, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. I'm a motorist but and a pedestrian. The cyclists are also punished by the double parker. The double parking is truly the opposite of a victimless crime. Sure. There are so many victims of the double parking. It's it's true. I just I do love the idea of like, well, the bike lanes are the reason for traffic in this city. Yeah, it's guess like, where cyclists can go that I can't go? The sidewalk, which is I, where you, you know, it's belong. because the city was laid out I, by a drunk Puritan. I love it. Back in 1525. We or never it was. we never had traffic before we put in bike lanes. Did you know that? I mean, there was ne- there was ne- traffic was never a problem in the city before bike lanes. I just love that that's like what we blame for traffic. They don't help. I agree with that. And you're right. They are a tough crowd to deal with. You know, I take well, like, it back. the idea that traffic is fixed by getting rid of bike lanes. Like, what are we talking about? Let's get the home run derby. Let's get the NBA All Star game in twenty twenty six. all bike Let's there. stress <laughs> test this mother. Okay, I want to see it. All right, then maybe we can start getting some changes. Maybe we'll get more parking spaces. Let's do it. Let's get the Olympics. 
while we're at it. No. All this stuff. I think it would uh, address the, the only can, uh, cyclists I really have an issue with are the blue bike people, the yep. bike shares. Because those people never know what the hell they're doing. Not returning their bikes. <laughs> no, it's just like all over around. the place. Oh. Not real cyclists. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, the common. Have you ridden a bicycle before? <laughs> oh, the Bunker Hill Monument. Wow. <laughs> I watched one person fly down real quick, fly down Cambridge Street yep. in Beacon Hill. They didn't know how to use the brakes on. Oh, boy. <laughs> the blue bike, and they took off somebody's side mirror, grabbing the car, trying to stop the bike. Damn. It was incredible. It's like somebody skiing for the first time, yeah, just taking great. people out. Yeah, it was great. Uh, 617-779-7937. As we all know, that's the number here to get in touch with Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh, let's circle back to our discussion on Mac Jones. It all really comes back to Mac Jones these days and the Patriots. Uh, what if Bill and Robert disagree over the, the direction at quarterback? Whose side is Robert taking? Is he taking the quarterback side? Or is he taking the coach's side as he's done in the past? We can get to that with all your phone calls right after Trending with Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. You're listening to Jones and Mako on WEEI. Are the uh, Patriots um, on the quarterback carousel this spring or not? What do you got? Great question. Absolutely, positively not. That would happen over Robert Kraft's dead body. 
We'll talk about that in 2024 if it's another mediocre season. But this notion that the Patriots would move on from Mac Jones after last July at the outset of training camp, when uh, Bill Belichick talked about Mac Jones made a drastic improvement from an already highly impressive rookie year, if they now want to move on from him and his $4.36 million salary or whatever it is because of what happened in 2022, well, who's holding the smoking gun for what happened? The coach. I think that if he walked to Robert Kraft and said, yeah, I'm thinking about moving on from Mac here. I mean, it's just, you know, he was really surly. I think Robert Kraft would say, you out of your mind? He's making $4 million? He was a good player last year. He's a bad player now. You want to move on from Why is that? And he'd have to say, well, because we did nothing to help him. He wouldn't necessarily have to say that. But that's Tom Curran on with Rich Eisen earlier today. Really echoing what he told Gresham Fourier earlier in the week. All this dead body talk. There, there is a lot of bodies hitting the floor. That is true. Yeah. But, you know, I, I hear that and I go, that's not what he'd have to do. Uh, although I understand the point from Tom, who I think we're going to talk to tomorrow here on Jones and Mego with Arcan on WEI. We'll get to your phone calls momentarily. 617-779-7937. I understand what he's saying, where it's like, you go into Robert Kraft's office, I'm done with the quarterback, can't do it with the quarterback anymore. And Robert goes, well, why is that? It does make Bill look bad for the way Bill handled things last year. And of course, Bill butchered things last year. Like, I've never questioned that. And we don't debate that. I just, moving past the issues with the coaches, could you have gotten more out of the quarterback if the quarterback applied himself and everything else, right? Would other quarterbacks have acted the same way if they were in the same spot? Or would they have been MFing their coaches on national TV? We don't know, but we can debate. If I were Bill, I'd just say, well, we got a lot out of him as a rookie because, you know, we're a good coaching staff. And I guess that shines the light back on the coaches, but you can say, look, I mean, Robert, he hasn't grown the way we thought. We got a lot out of him as a rookie. Sure, we can get better coaches around him. But even with better coaches around him, we're not going to win a championship. So what, Robert? Are you in the business of just making the playoffs and winning a game, or are you trying to win championships? I mean, that's that's what I'd say if I'm Bill. And Robert tried to shine the light on me. I'd turn it right back around and go, well, if you're satisfied making the playoffs every other year and maybe winning a game every three or four years, then this is your guy. But you know what? Now it's time to think a little bigger and be a little bit more aggressive at that position. And if the pick was all Bill's, then that also would land in his lap. But I don't believe that the pick was all Bills. I think the owner was instrumental in that pick a few years ago. Okay, well, without going back to the origin story, if I'm Robert Kraft and that's what Bill's bringing to me, I'm going, okay, so let's not just cherry-pick the quarterback. What else happened under your offensive coaching staff last year? Uh, Your most productive guys on offense, for the most part, the year before, had the lowest numbers in their careers. Oh, yeah. You look at Hunter, I'm not saying that these are, you know, pro bowl guys, all pro guys. They're not. But the lowest production of their career from Kendrick Bourne, from Hunter Henry, from, I mean, look, Johnny Smith, whatever. <laughs> right, but, that, that's, but, a, that's an but issue. But to your point, that's all, that is all a reflection of Bill. Robert Kraft said, here's my money. He didn't say, go sign Johnny Smith, go sign Hunter Henry, go sign Kendrick right, Bourne, go sign some, Nelson Aguilar, I, I that's would, Bill. If I'm Robert Kraft, I'm saying, okay, well, the year before, these guys were also instrumental in our offense, and it was an above-average offense in terms of production. It was above-average across the board. So what happened last year if this is just a Mac problem? And I'm not thrilled about the talent that I have on offense anyway. I'm not saying it sucks, but I'm not thrilled about it. 
and it, you can't just scrap everything. You know, yeah, at some point, like, you got to make some of this work. And it starts with the quarterback because I don't think he's a lost cause. I don't think he's just an empty product. Well, and Tom Curran says he's not getting moved this offseason, Arcand. So should we stop? Uh, no, not necessarily, because I think that anything can change at any minute in in this uh, in this situation here. I just I feel like all the the pumping up of Mac Jones just seemed very artificial to me, and continues to sound that way. You I know mean they, at the beginning of the season that yeah, Bill I just, Belichick did. No, not so much. I feel like now the 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 crafts and everybody. Well, we we love him and oh. we're sticking by him and all that. I just sort of feel like it's. It's coming off as insincere. It's coming off as what we're supposed to say. Yeah, it's what the Jets said about Zach Wilson going into last sure, year. Sure, you, know? you know, and even going into the year, there's a little bit of that, too. Although going into the year, I think everybody was more pumped up on Mac Jones, and everybody sort of felt like this is the future of the team. Now no one feels that way, but you still hear the crafts all saying that same stuff. So I feel like they're saying it because they feel like they're supposed to say it, or that's the, uh, the image that they want to project. But is that really the absolute 100% truth? There's no way that they could possibly move on? Of course not. Well, we're blessed to have a great young quarterback in Mac Jones. Okay. That's, that's when he was asked about whether or not he reached out to Tom Brady to come back here and play. Neil Cavuto roasting Mac there very subtly. He did, yeah. and it definitely wasn't a no from Robert Kraft. So here, here's what I think. All right, fine. Like, Robert Kraft won't sign off on a trade. Does that change Bill's mind on whether or not Bill wants to do it? Does Bill want to do it? And that, to me, is the real interesting piece to all of this. And it goes back to whether or not Robert Kraft is going to side with the quarterback or the coach. And it sounds to me, based on all this reporting from Tom Curran, what he told Gresham Fourier earlier in the week, what he's saying to Rich Eisen, it sounds like he's siding with the coach. I'm sorry, with the quarterback, rather. And I think that's a mistake. He should be siding with the coach on this one. Three years ago, you sided with the coach over Tom Brady. So I... I would hope Robert would stick with Bill a little bit longer than the three years after deciding he's going to go with him. If all you were going to do was stick with Bill Belichick while Tom Brady walked out the door for three years, and we knew that three years ago, it's an even more egregious mistake for backing Bill Belichick. So, look, it may not happen. Robert Kraft may not let Bill do it. Does Bill want to do it? And if it really comes to a push-or-shove moment, it's, it's me or the quarterback, Robert. Who's Robert backing? It sounds like... Tom Curran's telling you it's the quarterback, and I think it should be, should be, Bill. That's what I think. First of all, I I don't think it's an equation that's happening, because if you look at, I do think Bill was a huge part of the moves that they made in terms of bringing in Bill O'Brien, bringing in Adrian Clem, but mostly Bill O'Brien to be the quarterback's coach and the, uh, the offensive coordinator to support Mac Jones, and basically handpicking that guy probably as far back as, early December or whatever to be like, this is the next guy. Then interviewing guys like Adrian Clem to fill the other roles. Like, I don't think that Bill is pushing Mac out of town. I don't think Bill is thrilled with the way that Mac uh, interacted with Joe Judge, Matt Patricia towards the end of, end of the season, especially when the cameras were on him. But I don't, I don't think that this is necessarily a situation where Kraft needs to pick between the two. But to follow your logic, you keep saying that, and, and I agree that it's been mostly a disappointment since Brady left. Yes, 100%. So the last time that Kraft was presented with a similar situation with a quarterback at the time who was much better, highly decorated, highly accomplished compared to Mac Jones. But now he has more information. He's seen what it looks like when Bill is just running the show. So wouldn't he be more apt to 
swerve the other direction Maybe. because it's like, hey, you know what? I, I really thought you were a different guy. I thought you had a different plan. I thought you had a plan. Maybe. Back when I made that Pontius Pilate, like, wash my hands of it <laughs> statement. And now that I've had this lesson of these years since, I'm feeling a little different. Like, you get more information. Fine. You, you make different decisions. I just think, Robert, you made your bed. It's time to lie in it. You picked Belichick over Brady. And that doesn't mean you need to stand by it forever, but if you're going to back him, I hope it was for at least three years, like uh, longer than three years, rather. Like, that's not enough time. And if I could go back in the Wayback Machine, I, I, I think Robert Kraft would acknowledge he made a mistake there. But is it worth now running off Bill Belichick over Mac Jones when you just backed him three years ago over Tom Brady? No. No, I guess that's what I'm saying. I, I totally get what you're uh, angling for here. And it's like, well, you think he made a mistake. He did make a mistake in backing Belichick over Brady. But at the same time, I, I'm not going to run off Bill over a quarterback we all agree is somewhere outside of the top 16, right? Somewhere between 16 and 32. Somewhere between 20 and 25 for me. Somewhere in the high teens for you. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not running off Bill over that. And I mostly reject this take from fans. Well, what's Robert going to do? He's going to be the, the owner who moved on from both Brady and Belichick, he's never yeah, going to do right. that. Yeah, at some point, there does have to be a Patriots without the well, team. Well, but like, and true, but like this this one I do kind of agree. It's like, wow, he's going to run off Belichick now to back Mac Jones? I don't I don't see that happening, or at least I don't think that should happen. Whether or not it happens, we, we, we I don't know. But I don't think that should happen. I think it should be Bill getting run, uh, being backed by Robert Kraft and the quarterback. I agree. Like you, you compare the resumes, you just can't. <laughs> you know, it's a, and that's Bill Belichick. Like I, I say, I think is the best NFL coach of all time. You say, what is it? The most accomplished? Most accomplished. Yeah. Okay, I think the best, and so he has earned his fair share of rope. Arkan, you uh, admittedly confused me a little bit earlier. You're back. You think he should back Mac on this? Yeah, I do think he should back Mac on this. And while I agree, Belichick has a better resume here. Who's more responsible for the current state of the Patriots right now and them falling off the way they have? It's Bill. Oh, Bill's the boy, reason for that. I'm sorry. I have to. I mean, I have to. I think that that's that's evident. That's obvious. I think anybody would say if it's between Bill and Mac Jones, who's the reason? Uh, more of a reason why this team's sort of stuck in the gear that they're in. It's Bill and the decisions that he made with the coaching staff and sort of everything else. I mean, that that's clear. It goes beyond. I think just you know, well, should we go with Bill because he's chasing the record? Should we go with Bill because of his great you know resume and track record and all those things? Who's the guy that got him into this mess? You know, like that's sort of where I'm at with it right now. That's yeah. why I'd back Mac Jones. Look, and not. not None of my logic has anything to do with the stupid wins record, which I don't care about. I don't think matters if you already think Bill's the greatest coach of all time. I think that matters to Kraft. It might, but yeah. I just I would hope that's not part of his decision-making is all I'm saying. It might be, but I, I, that doesn't factor into my decision-making when I say this is what Robert should do. Who? Why are they in the spot they're in? It probably is more Belichick than Mac. But if Mac were a little better, they'd be in a better spot. You know, like, it, it, and I don't think, I don't think that was just a Bill pick. And the quarterback is huge in today's NFL. If that was just Bill who stuck his neck out and said, we're taking Look, Mac Jones. Jones, we all saw the video. It was very collaborative. <laughs> it was. He pointed over here and said, but you I, good with this? But when I say collaborative, and he pointed Mago, over there and he said, you good with but this? But when I say collaborative, I don't mean that. I mean ownership wanted a quarterback. Ownership said, we're not doing this with Cam again. They okay, said, we all saw the video. So that's, so that's what I think. And it, it, some of that can be, well, it's not just me, Robert, why we're here. You're the one who wanted to twist my arm on taking a quarterback. 
Because Bill had never taken a quarterback in the first round, and then weird, all of a sudden he's taking one. He's like, I want that Davis Mills. I'm sure, I want that long I'm, neck man. I'm sure he wants <laughs> that I'm neck sure. stretches he over does, the line of scrimmage. He does a horoscope kid. Mm, you can't teach that neck. I'm sure he wanted, uh, you know, some big, Gross. big <laughs> middle of the defensive line, big husky lineman. I'm sure that's what he wanted. And so I do think Robert's partly to blame for where they're at at quarterback. I do. Uh, let's go to Jason in Providence. Go ahead, Jason. Jones, I can't believe I'm going to say it, but for the second time in goddamn 10 years, I I, I side with you. All right, what was the first? Think... What was the first time? <laughs> uh, a couple days ago, uh, we were talking about... So twice in a week? That they're putting around Mac Jones. Yeah, no, it was twice in a week. It was Monday. Well, don't, well, don't fret. Now so, you're now you're doing John Henry math. Don't tell me you've won four in I'm twenty years. It's one in nine. We've agreed. We've agreed twice in a week. Great, Jason. Great. Well, yeah, when I hang up, we can talk ERAs. But anyways, <laughs> um, the reason I want to talk about Mac Jones is because he's not the future. We all know it. He's the piece that's basically bridging us. He, how many times has Bill Belichick drafted? A, a, a quarterback from a real school, never. So you know that decision really wasn't completely his. And I think if the Patriots are smart, they go draft another guy from Christian State University, country, whatever it is, to compete with Mac Jones in training camp and be like, hey, we're going to train both of you, and you guys are legitimately going to fight for this position. I do hope there's a quarterback competition, whether it's Zappy and Mac or they bring in somebody else, a veteran, another rookie, I do hope it's that. He's not totally right. I don't know if this is what you were talking to Ryan about, about never drafting quarterbacks from big schools. Brady, of course. I was talking to Ryan about the video up on Twitch just of a bad throw from Mac at Alabama Pro Day. And, <laughs> and Bill shaking, Bill his, shaking head. his head like, for- no way. I forgot about that. Good catch by Ezekiel, but that's like more evidence that that's probably a Kraft pick. Um, and maybe Bill got talked into it and ultimately got on board. And I just think Kraft probably wanted a quarterback. I don't think he wanted Mac. He wanted a first-round quarterback. But anyway, separate discussion. They've drafted big or quarterbacks from big schools. Rohan Davey was LSU. Brady was Michigan. I'm trying to... Uh, Mallet was Arkansas. Arkansas. So they've done some. I mean, Bailey Zappi feels more like a Bill Belichick quarterback. Middle round, small school. It's more like a Jimmy G. That does... Exactly. That feels more like a Belichick quarterback to me. Um, but that doesn't mean Zappi's his guy or he's a big Zappi guy. Who's Where was Brissett from? Brissett was North NC State. Carolina State. Okay. So that's another, that's a big school, ACC school. Yeah, it's big. I don't know if it's, you know, LSU, Notre like a, Dame. It's not like a football powerhouse. No, but, it, but it's a, but it's a, it's a, you know, a powerhouse. They got scholarships. Powerhouse conference, ACC. John's in the car. Go ahead, John. John, you say? I did say John. Yes, in the car. No <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I was just comp- wanted to comment on the fact that I feel like we know that not only did Belichick not want Mac Jones, he still does not want Mac Jones. Because if you watch this rookie season, he got coached up pretty well, totally faded at the end of the season. And then by the time the next season started, they changed the whole offense because they didn't think he was good enough to do it. So they put him in the kid gloves offense that the Shanahan people run so that, you know, supposedly QB proof, because they know he can't do it. He's not good enough. So I'll, I'll be honest. I like the idea of the Shanahan offense when they said they were doing it. You need to bring somebody to teach it. I was going to say, oh. you like that? But then That's why I was back here howling. Because then, it had really nothing to do with the quarterback. It was the people that were trying to install again, it. Does, I do think the really good quarterbacks are somewhat coaching proof, which is, which is another fly in the ointment of the, the Mac Jones argument. But whatever, put that to the side. Yeah, I saw that with Jalen Hurts. I, I do love this whole thing where it's like, 
they were going to bring in the Shanahan offense, but then like five seconds later, it's all about 50-50 balls. If you watch the Shanahan offense, that's not you're not chucking it deep. So that that was it was the running scheme. It was like this, and that's where's that's our fair. fullback? Oh, that's right, we don't have. But one. why would you just want the running part of it? I'd want that whole because offense. they don't understand it because they don't know how to implement it past Bell. So I agree. So Patricia and Judge, they don't know how to implement it. I agree. But like, why was that your vision? We just want one piece of the Shanahan offense. Like, we you should want that whole offense is what you should want. You need the right people to implement it, but you should want the yeah, whole offense passing takes and everything years else. Years to develop. Maybe. Again, I, I don't I don't know how long it took Brock Purdy like a, a week. Yeah, because he was plugged into it. It'd been chugging along. So uh, look, he has with the, the coach whose dad invented it. He has the coaching around him. Fine, but I don't. You say Jalen Hurts needed new coaching. I don't know if Jalen Hurts needed no, new coaching. Jalen Hurts needed good coaching back to back years, which is what he got. Maybe Jalen Hurts. That is what he got. Jalen Hurts jumped in year one with Nick Sirianni and made the playoffs. So like, I don't know. I don't know if he needed good coaching both years. He was ready to do it right away year one. So well, Mac Jones made the playoffs. So he he sucked in Jumped that game right against Tampa. Jalen Hurts was horrible was in the playoffs. A, that's true. One of the all-time worst performances. Mac Jones. For the listener, I'm putting my hands up. Mac Jones won. Ter- this is my victory shrug. Mac Jones. One terrible narrative is that Very he had a good modest. playoff game against Buffalo because he had a horrible playoff game against Buffalo. So same with Jalen Hurts. He was just better. I right. It is the same. Yeah. I agree. Victory shrug. It is the same. Why are you shouting at me? Why are you taking a victory lap? Because I was right. About what? Because I like this comparison. I like this comparison. Give him back-to-back good coaches. I, I don't. He had the same coach. Mega. Can't you see you're in love with each other? Mega. <laughs> That's how you offensive Mega. coordinators. He had the same coach. offensive coordinators. He's had. He had the same coach. So, like again, like Nick Sirianni was a different coach. I just uh, we should not discount Bill. He still should have, in theory, good coaching. He has the greatest coach of all time. Mm-hmm. So he still should have had quote unquote good coaching last year. Mac Jones at it's the not, top. It's not just about the offensive coordinator. He should. He Bill had a good wasn't coach. the offensive coordinator. Though. He has the great. Well, we can agree. or was he? He was apparently <laughs> yeah. he was apparently involved in calling plays he last year. He Stepped in late in the season, tried okay. to save the record. So like I don't I don't know. He had the same coach both years. Mac six one seven seven. Philip Jones doesn't like my victory shred. Seven ninety three seven. I just I don't know what you're taking a victory shred. I we do agree on Very this. Very boastful. I yeah. like I I do think Jalen Hurts. Victory smug. Jalen Hurts is a bit of a fly in the ointment for Mac Jones. Uh, but anyway, uh, you can jump in line for Rich Keefe. Did I give the number out correctly that time? I think I did. Six one seven probably. I was seven seven nine seven ninety three seven. I'd like to direct the phone calls to him. He comes your way at the top of the hour. This is the end of my smugness <laughs> because I'm about to get my ass kicked. Well, you maybe know, not today. Every every once and then you put on a good performance here. Don't don't put away the the smug uh, victory shrug there. Uh, it comes your way next in Endgame. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. Now back to Jones and Mego. I don't know how else to talk about it because I'm sick. On WEEI. Y'all want to play a f-ing game? Game over, man. Game over. You little punk. All right, it's time for Endgame, which is brought to you by Cars for Kids. Don't waste time trying to get rid of your older, broken car. Cars for Kids is the easiest, fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. Uh, We talked a lot about the city of Boston. Well, not a lot, but we did talk a little bit about the city of Boston. A lot. And so I have a couple of city city of Boston-related questions for you here Mm -hmm. at Endgame. Oh, boy. And we'll begin with question number one. Okay. The city of Boston was officially founded... By a bunch of crazy Puritans this year. Tell me the year that Boston, the city of Boston, was officially founded by those wacky Puritans. Came over on the Mayflower. It was after Plymouth. It was? 
They got to Plymouth first, and then they made it down to Boston eventually. So I'm going to say... So can I not uh, go, can without I not go going over? over? Yeah, without going over, if you both go over, it's whoever's closest. Boy. Whoever went over the least. We're flying by the seat of our pants here. Boston historian should know this uh, very... <laughs> I don't know Very this. well. Should be able to rattle it off, no problem. I'm trying to no think problem. of, like, the signs that are in the common. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, I'm sure like, I've seen them. there's a big sign in the common. Obviously, I don't I know learned... if that's when the common was established. I learned it at one point. I'm sure I've seen it. I don't... Oh, maybe I do know it. Hang on. I think I just got it. Okay. No, or is that now my... I'll stick with my original answer. All right, pencils down. Hang on. I'm writing back in my answer that I crossed off. Okay. Did you know the city of Baltimore is named after Lord Baltimore? <laughs> I, knew I think that. it's pronounced Balmer. It's Balmer. Uh, that's great. It's pronounced. The city of Boston, though, was officially founded <laughs> this year. Uh, Megan, since you wrote your answer first, let's hear from you so first. So it's a big round number, 1630? 1630 is exactly right. Wow! 1630 is dead balls on correct. I'm way Congratulations, Megan Adelina. What did you late. say, Joe? I wrote 1680. I, I knew it was no. like a round number. I was way late. It was either 80 or 30. Ooh. 1630. Mego, off to a hot start. Right on the number. I almost changed History, it. History, bitch. I almost <laughs> changed it to 1692. I'm like, 92. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, no 92 no. is a thing. But I'm like, but yeah. Something happened in 92. I I just, I talked myself. 1692? This is what I, No, that's 1492. 1492. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yes. Right. No, but something happened in Boston in 1692. I'm telling probably you. Probably did. Yeah. Mm. Was it the molasses disaster or something? <laughs> Don't joke about that. Why not? It's too soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the second question also has to do with the city of Boston. Oh, boy. Uh, I thought this was a sports show. It is a sports show. Double parking in Boston carries two uh. different fines depending on whether you're in zone B or zone A. Uh. If you double park in zone A, the more expensive of the two zones, that ticket will cost you this much money. The more expensive zone costs this much money. A double parking ticket double in the more parking. expensive zone. There's zone A and zone B. Zone A is more expensive. Uh, if you get a double parking ticket there, how much will it uh, run? And I can't go over. Can't go over. Don't go over. By the way, it was the Salem Witch Trials. Oh! oh History, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Do going. you have your answer? Is that why we're taking the last 25 seconds to dance and glow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, double parking in Boston. Fines for different zones, depending on where you do it. If you double park in the most expensive zone A, that ticket will cost you this much money. Jones, uh, you got the first one wrong. What do you have for this? I said, I said $90. I don't feel good about it. $90 is substantially over, but uh, Mego may have it? gone more over. We so. live in L.A.? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Megan, what did you have? You ridiculous man. $60. $60 is also over, but it's a lot closer to $55, ah. which is the answer. So Megan gets that one. No, and Megan's no, already she, won this one. No, she doesn't. I She's said over. if you're both over, then whoever's closer. Oh, he did just say that. that. I'm yeah. sorry. He did say that. Um, all right. Well, this one's this? just uh, just for I'm fun here, I guess. I'm my horse. Do, you got to do your shrug. <laughs> is that the Jordan shrug? No, that's the that's the I'm right. Oh, the victory shrug, right? I'm yes, right yes, shrug. Yes, there yes, you go. The Jordan right. smug. Uh, Megan can take a victory lap. So here. hang on, maybe maybe this is the problem. We gotta up the we gotta up the gotta... penalty. Penalty for what? On double parking, you dummy! Five. What were you oh, just sure, talking yeah. about? First of all, they'd have to actually tickle. I thought you meant people. for going over up the. the you gotta right up answer. the penalty if if you're looking, going. Oh man, I might get I might get a ticket for a hundred bucks. Maybe people wouldn't double park so much. They're like, yeah, fifty five. I'll roll the dice. Maybe that's part of the no, problem. Nobody tickets it. 
Well, oh, they do out in the burbs and ninety-seven-year-old meter maids. I'm sure oh, some they can't pe- wait. I'm sure some people get tickets. Fifty-five dollars to double park, but how much does it cost? Like overnight in one of those garages, it's probably like fifty-five. You know, right. it's about the same. What I'd is imagine. it? What is it? Well, in the other zone? There's just no victim in the garage. Their car overnight. What's in that the would cheap be zone? What was the cheap zone? Do we know? Uh, like the cheap zone is thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five. Okay. in zone That's B. That's a steal. All right, I'm saying. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's why people are doing it. This last question has nothing to do with the city of Boston, but it does have something to do with New York City and the New York Jets in particular. Talked a lot about them today. Five players have had their jersey number retired by oh. the New York Jets. Oh. Name two of them. Oh, one's easy. Or name all five yeah. if you want. Five players retired by the Gang Green. Um, oh Big names on this list, too. Are Familiar there? your names? Names you may know. Names you may not know. I'll throw this one in there. All right. What do you mean, all right? Hang on. Well, it looks like Megan's done writing. Well, I'm trying to come up with another name. Oh, she's still to thinking. Be okay, all right. I'm all still right. thinking. I'll back off then. Five players. It's one of them Lord Baltimore. Five reti- Wait, five retired? Five players who have had their jersey retired by the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these last two can't be the right. The state I'm, flag of Maryland I'm putting them is on made up anyway. of the family crests of Lord Baltimore and Lord Calvert. I knew that. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I did not know that. Da, 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 da. All I right. can't come up with another one. Pencils down. I'm very confident. Megan, you won already. You don't even have to answer this. You I'm could write in anything you want. Two, but my other, my other two. And are. still win. This is like in, in the final Jeopardy when one guy's got like 50,000 and the other yep. two have like two and it yep, doesn't yep, matter. Yep. Uh, so here we go. Five players have had their jersey number retired by the Jets. Name two of them. Jones, what do you got? I went with Joe Namath and Mark Gastineau. Um, Joe Namath is correct. Not Mark Gastineau. Mark Gastineau is incorrect, unfortunately. I, I had two more names that can't possibly be right, but I wrote them in. Keyshawn? Keyshawn is wrong. Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin is right. Oh, Curtis Martin is correct. He is one of the five retired Jets numbers. Megan, what'd you have? All I had was Namath. All you had was Namath. The other names. Don Maynard. Oh, yep. Joe Klecko. The other familiar name you may have heard. Uh, what's his name? Klecko's uh, dad. And Dennis Bird. Oh, who you remember was uh, that guy who got paralyzed and then he sure. walked again and he died, I think, a few years after. It was sad, but uh, his number's retired, too. Got so it. there you go. There's your five Jets who have had their numbers retired. Namath, okay. Maynard, Martin, Klecko, Bird. I think I drank my caffeine too late. Yes, I, I would. <laughs> Why is that? Because <laughs> I'm like very... I don't know if I'm it's buoyant fr- because no, no, no. of my victory. No, it's the thrill of the yeah. victory. That's what I was okay. just going to say. That's it's the adrenaline from winning for the yeah, first yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All that lassoing and shrugging really yeah, takes just, that Very, out. very energetic you're at just, the end yeah, of the you're show. Just, you're not as familiar with knowing how it feels to win at the end of the show, so that's just giving you like a natural high. That's what that is, I think. Okay. Or it's caffeine, one or the other. I think it's the caffeine. Mark Gastineau not retired. What do you know? Mm-mm. 
All right. Anyway, that's Endgame each and every day at this time on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Rich Keefe comes your way at the top of the hour. You can jump in line, 617-779-7937. We'll see what he has going on, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.